Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to the NXT Vengeance Day review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to review everything that happened at the NXT <laughs> over the weekend. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of these sort of things, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. <laughs> oh, I said pay per views, premium live events. We have yeah. interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of oh. complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on Wrestle Culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to review NXT Vengeance Day. And oh, God. Sorry about this, Hamlet. I appear to have mixed my notes up here because this looks like an NXT takeover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cognitive dissonance between. Anyone that might have listened through this podcast feed alone to our NXT Vengeance Day preview and this review we're going to give, and for that matter, all of our NXT yeah, coverage. they made us film it. Here's the deal, right? We can't wait. And uh, what, what do the kids on Twitter say now? Cooking. Yeah. We might be cooking up. Nothing for now. Nothing for now. But down the line, we might be, uh, there might be some video podcast news. Yeah. A long way down the line. We'd love yeah. to, we'd love, you know, we're not in much control of that. But down the line, video podcast uh, news incoming one day, maybe. And every now and then there's an overlap. Uh, that ties into our reviews instead of the Get the Tables. And we were able to uh, record for YouTube the Avengers Day preview. Go and check it out if you want. But if you listen to it, it must have been so confusing. Yeah. Because... We won't be doing it again. It did shocking views. Well, I'm not surprised. (laughs) We were analysing this show like it was a wrestling one instead of what we normally do on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Please, for God's sake, listen to our NXT previews and reviews. If you tried that and thought, well, this just sounds like a boring version of the wrestling that I like because... We agree. But what we do is, as a result, <laughs> there's a world of wonder to be found on Tuesdays in the Performance Centre. And what, I'm getting to a point here, what was so strange about this show, other than elements of it that were like earnestly great, was that seeing these wrestlers in a quote-unquote normal building in front of fans that had actually paid to be there was like genuinely jarring. This has happened once before. Yeah. We were in the building. So I didn't have that first time, holy crap, this has happened on television, because I was just there to see them in the flesh. And if anything, it kind of felt like, well, we're about one of the three people we know in the whole world that are advocates for this show, so these people make sense to us. They don't need to make sense to the residents of Dallas, they make sense to us. It was people killing time before night one of WrestleMania, us two, and that... Little girl in front of us who, who was adorable. She had the little discovered signs. wrestling through NXT 2.0. Who the f- is Johnny Gargano they yeah. keep chatting about? She Long said. road ahead for her. Um, and crucially, in that building, the um, oh, I was going to say the Allstate, but that's Chicago. What was it called? It the, was the we went like three separate shows, isn't it? And I can't oh, sorry, the, the airline, American, American Airlines. Airlines. Thank you. It was um, very, 
very heavily tarped off. Like a one-sided building. Uh, even our side that was kind of full mm. didn't, like... What wasn't entirely full. They were moving people down into yeah. face hard camera. There was nothing. We were staring at just like, just basically more black material than you see in an average house of black entrance. <laughs> There's that much covering all these seats in this building. They, I believe, tarped off the top bowl of this venue. But otherwise, they were shooting the whole thing, weren't they? The hard camera yeah. side was packed. The side behind the hard camera was packed. This looked every bit like a full venue. I mean, there were more people in there that was there for dynamite. So that's why it looked so busy. And I mean. <laughs> Folks, where's the lie? Loved AW fans getting wound up about this on the internet. That's so funny. So <laughs> funny. The, that's fine, right? NXT drew something like 5,500 for this show to a dynamite that drew about 5,000. The numbers weren't even that different, right? Mm. However, NXT, some would agree rightfully so, takes... We're going long here because the matches themselves, like can be cut through pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm compared just going to the, do the results, I'll be honest. Compared to the 50 angles we review a week on NXT, this is quite <laughs> succinct, so let's talk about this instead. Uh, yeah, those attendances came out, and maybe it was a 1,000 in attendance difference, right? And uh, from between this show in Charlotte, North Carolina, was it? And the Norris Center in Dayton, Ohio, um, NXT outdrew the show. And nobody pays the show any respect anymore. Except for us three, me, you, and Sidgwick. Nobody pays this, respect, this show respect anymore. Even for the stuff that, like... You might think he's rubbish. There's lots of fun. To be yeah. Found, but the critics hate this show. Savage it every week. Valueless trash. Garbage. Things I would never find the time to watch. But it, worse than that still. See these two numbers next to one another. Into the replies I go. Straight away. Into the toilet I go. <laughs> Put my uh, scuba diving gear on. Into the replies. <laughs> Great big dead joker like smile on my face. And what do I see? AW Stan accounts. Freakazoids, yeah. like your old Hawaiian, he's saying, um, totally different. This is a pay-per-view. This is a premium live event. Motherfucker, <laughs> pass Grayson Waller in the street and tell me you know his name. Yeah. Because you do not. We, we do. do. We do. We do. Like, tell me. Give me the win-loss record of Sir Wanks a lot. I don't think you can. <laughs> right? NXT, and we say it as incredulous as anybody else, is a growth product. Don't ask me how. Yep. I watch it every week. Yep. I can't tell you. But it is. And this show, Vic Joseph got it wrong. He said it was like, it's been a thousand days or something since we invaded Portland. Uh, excuse me, mate. I was in Dallas, standing there. Don't take the night away from me. Don't take the night away from Adam Wilborn. Do not take the night away from Tony D'Angelo, who retired to Massa Champion. Yeah. Never be seen again, apart from a pretty good run and roll. Like, big stuff went down. Cameron Grimes won the North American title that yeah. night, you know? Dolph Ziggler, ever heard of him? Won the main event. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> why would they shy away from that show as I give myself reasons for why that was <laughs> so this they've done it but it, it, that was very much an experiment it was over Wrestlemania weekend it's different this was its own thing and the people in that building earnestly that had paid money these are not those like same, exactly, same 200 in Florida every week these people had paid money to see characters they're invested in and for the most part reacted to them. This wasn't, oh God, we've sold 200 tickets. Oh my God, we haven't got any fans. Like, out <laughs> in the street in the middle of the day, giving free tickets away yeah. to the residents of North Carolina, wherever it was. These are people that had paid money to watch this, having watched the show. Yeah. Like, yes, we know that they could do a sellout in Newcastle, in like North of England, because we would fly for them. But a crowd were invested and engaged and knew the stories and yes. had made that, as we'll see in the main event, had made their choices about the number of wrestlers on this show. Like, these were being exposed to people for the first time, and it went down well. Yeah. I didn't even like half of this show, but it went down well in the building. I People can besmirch this product all they like. I maintain my love for it, especially when you compare it to the... 
I know the the takeovers were a very different kettle of fish, but the dirge we had to sit through to all the the latter days of NXT was just, I needed something like this in my life. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. I'd still be watching this if this wasn't my job because it's a fun, (laughs) it's an easy watch. And I sat down and I thought, is that going to translate to pay-per-view? Are they going to try and hit the heights of takeovers and just be like, oh, no. There was several moments on this show where I was jumping up and down, I was beaming, I was so happy, I was so invested in it, and that's what that's all I want from our wrestling. I'll give you a, again. People might be listening to this. I feel like we're doing this sort of. If you've never listened to us before, if you've never watched NXT before, maybe they've jumped on because the show itself was a maybe. They were uh-huh. probably looking at it as a jumping on point. Uh, I'll share with the listeners a story I shared with you this morning. We have a bit of fun with uh, George Ezra's green, green grass, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, I look, we love him. It's affectionate, George. We know you're listening. Um, green, <laughs> green grass is this great song that he kind of wrote probably first thing in the morning and then went out and like did his big shop and then came back and he's like, I just made a platinum hit. I think I have. <laughs> I looked outside. What did I see? Grass over there. Sound good to me. And wrote it down. <laughs> made a song. Rhyming couplets. Jobs are good. Uh, my seven-year-old son can do this. And thus highlights maybe the issue with this songwriting process. <laughs> and we have some fun with this at the weekend. Uh, he came up with one. We were walking down the street and he goes, uh, green, green grass, blue, blue sky. Big Dave Toilet's going to eat your bum. <laughs> and when I finished popping, I dove into who exactly Big Davy Toilet was. <laughs> and my son painted the picture of this monster that is half monster, half toilet. Oh, yeah. and, and he eats people's bums. Yeah. Obviously, Big Davy Toilet's going to eat your bum. You could put that on NXT 2.0. Yeah. You could, like, that character, like, it could, he'd have a British accent, like, you know, for some reason. But like, oh, I'm Big Davy Toilet, because they'd say, if it was American, it'd be Big Davy Restroom. Yeah. That's stupid. Ugh. That doesn't make any sense. Big Davy Toilet, however. I'm Big Davy Toilet. <laughs> and for those in the NXT universe, you better watch your asses, or as we say, bums, because I eat them. <laughs> and then, like, a character backstage in the locker room. Yeah, it gives five minutes. You know what's happened? They've eaten a burrito, and it's given them the... Sh- Right, so they yeah. go to the toilet before the big match. We've seen this happen before, and then they don't come, and it's like, what's going on? We need to go backstage. The camera rushes backstage down the entrance, all that cable, and then you just see them disappearing in. I'm Big Davy Toilet. I told you <laughs> I'd eat your bum. I'm Prom Breaker. I'm standing the liver. I'm coming for you. Right, and then there we go. Main event set. Yeah, that's pretty much NXT. Yeah, and yet a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Explain that. Well, I can't really explain the the transition because. There's just like they said, there's this mad bollocks and it'll be, it's going to be so weird to go from certain matches to others on this yeah. show. We have to kind of talk initially about the opening. Yeah. Charlotte Flair. I really like this as a genuine, like, I'll tell you what, if people have just decided, what well, Vengeance, NXT's doing a, a Vengeance Day pay-per-view. I've not watched NXT for, for months, if not years. Yes, yeah. Let's see what's going on. Mm. I quite like the way that they set all this up. Yeah, I suppose they were trying to use Charlotte's star power. Um... It looked different. It felt different. I don't like, I have a bit of a pet hate with um, wrestlers, especially, not all of them are blood feuds, but especially when wrestlers are in blood feuds, I hate when they're brought together to stand awkwardly near each other. Like, I know it's a UFC thing. Mm-hmm. I do understand that it goes on. That's why I kind of let it go. But I kind of find it a bit weird sometimes when it's like, I know sometimes there's an invisible wall, but I still rather the invisible wall than no wall at all. So it's a bit of a, a thing of mine. But it looked slick as out, and I can't fault the effort. Mm. Like, that's the thing. Even when I don't like a thing, I'm, like, big enough and stupid enough to say when something is good for the presentation, and this was. Uh, and then we got into it with our first match, which I thought, we said before, it'll be a good match. Look at the guys in it, Dijak and Wesley, and two incredibly talented individuals who both could be on the main roster yeah. tomorrow. 
Um, but it felt really predictable, and it just felt like it was going to be kind of a glorified squash for Dijak. And then they went out, and I'm not being hyperbolic. I maybe was a little bit in the intro. It felt like watching a takeover. It did. It really takeover did. opener where they've been told you're not really the big thing on this show, and they've gone. I'll show you with the big thing on this show. Just insane spots, uh, bumps. That Death Valley driver early on on the outside from from Dijak looked great. Yeah, and just impossible near falls and a finish that no one saw coming. Uh, like people say a lot about NXT, but like the wrestlers on the show work their absolute asses off <laughs> with their limb work, with their near fall work. Like, how do they do it? And do you think more people should respect them for them? Because I do. <laughs> like, this was takeover standard. And I didn't even, right, I didn't love this. But I liked it a great deal. And I will say that there was a point where the takeover formula for a lot of people had started to eat itself anyway. Like, pre the pandemic, which yes. is pretty much what was the death knells for NXT. Even a couple of takeovers before that, you were seeing the criticism, right, I get this now, I get this formula. And that stopped me from, like, loving, loving this match. Because the formula is still fairly well-worn to me and to my eyes as a viewer. However, what I will say is the sheer danger on display here, as we'll get to it by the finish as well, was it was impossible to take your eyes off. There was two bumps specifically that I had to isolate to show Andy Murray of all people this morning because he approaches NXT from an extremely safe distance, the kind of distance most of us used to approach NXT UK from. <laughs> I was like, I, I just want to show you this. I just want to show you this. I'm like an excited kid. Like... The Hurricane Rana yeah. bump. Like, these are not the kind of botches. So you're wary about celebrating them. And they really could have hurt themselves. But they didn't. So you're like, well, look at that. Let's watch it again. The Hurricane Rana, where they tried for that splash mountain counter, where, like, you've got the power bomb, and then they counter halfway through and all that. It just doesn't work, and they under-rotate. And Dijak effectively tombstones himself and gets back up to fight another day. Oh, my God. The half-and-half half bump he took. You know the apron spot? Yeah. Booker T's in the middle of saying, oh, see, it's the hardest part of the ring. It's like, here we go, here comes the bump. Dijak only caught it with, like, half of his body. But then you're like, that's worse. Yes. Yeah, like, a flat back on some hard joins, I get that. But a half back, isn't that worse? Aren't you bending? It's like Kurt Rabushi and Tetsu Naito. Aren't you folding yourself <laughs> on this immovable object? Just terrifying. The finish, because we're going to get to the bit that I think we're most excited about in different mm -hmm. ways. The finish itself happens, obviously, because Wesley gets the win. And right before he hits his, like, his death blow finisher, they've collided. And if you've not seen it, you kind of have to go look at it unless you cannot physically cope with body horror. Dijak's finger breaks. Only it doesn't, apparently. It's just gone numb, dislocated. it would be fine. Like, there's a picture of him online flipping the bird. I don't know how he got his hand in his coat because you have to put your hand together in, like, a coat. Oh, it goes through me every time I yeah, see it. It is off to a 45-degree angle. That's the only way to describe it. Like, if you're not comfy with that, don't go and have a look. His finger is off to a 45-degree angle. His middle one at that, the tallest one. Uh, and he's fine, by all accounts. It's not fully broken. It's going to be healed somehow. It's The referee had him holding it up to the camera until the camera caught it because, Jesus Christ, you need to get that. If that's going to happen to you, yeah. you better make some money with it. It's wrestling. Uh, and it just, like, the fans... Bought this. This felt like it's that North American title. It's Wesley's singles run. It's NXT in general. Like, we never really know what people truly care about. They cared about this. Yeah. I take everything back I said about Dijak. Uh, yeah. He's very cheesy. He's very... Um, maybe he's picked that as a lane. He's very sort of cliched and corny. Yeah. But maybe he's just... He, maybe he's thinking, well, I know what this company needs and I'll be that instead. 
getting a broom out, whether or not it was a funny dig at Kenny Omega, not, is nice because it keeps that discourse bubbling, which is good fun. And not in a billion, a trillion years when the camera was tightly zoomed in on Dijak. By the way, let's set this up for people that haven't watched. Dijak has got Wesley on the outside and he's in charge. And he thinks to himself, right, what I could do is hit a big move, roll him back in and pin him. Or I could roll him back in and then hit my big move. Either way, I'm yeah, in charge. Yeah. Counter offer, <laughs> put him in a chair, put a, br- a broom across his lap. Really easily move. But then, oh, you no, you slide it the way you slid it in. Yeah, I'm in prison forever in this office chair. Position him and then climb to the top turnbuckle and just basically do a hangman page, Orihara moonsault from that turnbuckle to Wesley in a chair, potentially killing you both. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Jack's like, I think I'll go for that. I'll take out that punk red forever. <laughs> Goes for it. Camera is zoomed in super tight on Dijak. So you know something's happening. What's, what's going on down there? I'm picturing Wesley's going to catch him up there. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, something's occurring. Do you want to describe what occurs, Wilbur? My All my dreams come true at once. Yeah. Because so. who runs in, jumps the barricade, and saves Wesley, helping him. And the funniest save ever, by the way. Because Wesley is, can't move. So they push the chair over, the office chair over with him in it, and he has to go, like, fall sideways in a wheelchair. Yeah, it is Tony D'Angelo. <sighs> And stacks. <laughs> I still can't do it. Can't do the um, they come in, they make the save, and then they get hit with the mad thing off the top from Dijak. It's like, what the bloody hell are you two doing here? And then, yes, Wesley... Stay out of my business. Chucks him back in, breaks his own finger, or does whatever happens to cause that. Huge Tony D chant. Tony D. So over. Do you think there's, like, like there's a tiny corner of the room that maybe listen to our podcast going, and stacks. <laughs> yes. And stacks. Um, but yeah, I didn't... I thought... You know, it was going to be Wesley's final title mm-hmm, defense. Mm-hmm. I'm very glad that he's still got it. I'm excited to see what happens with Dijak next. And Tony D and Stax are a, still a cohesive unit. So. Earnestly, earnestly give this one a watch. If you're, uh, if you're listening to this to wonder or not, like, maybe we can do that as we recommend. I would say find some time to watch this. Yeah, anyway. Uh, right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yes! Hey, Stax. Congratulations on the payday. Thanks, guys. Look at me. I'm waking over the weekend. You'll normally see that. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm realizing that you were kind of rich from your old job anyway. Yeah, so this is, is just pocket money, right? Yeah. Where's Siggy? I uh, uh, he liked the show so much. He uh, he's watching it now. He's watching it again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we couldn't get him in for the room. But anyway, you you sit there, stacks. Watch out for the elephant, of course. Uh, <laughs> oh, careful, big guy. <laughs> anyway, Hamlet. Uh huh. You know, uh, not not normally me waking at the weekend, as I said. You, I, uh, you did say that, and I realised how our improv could have got you away from that. Why might we need to go back to that subject, Stacks? I uh, got a few uh, things about the weekend. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> not the, have you ever heard the music of the weekend? I oh, why. actually, I really got in. Shut up, you. Uh, <laughs> do you know, uh, I actually uh, went camping the other weekend with my uh, significant other. There is a Mrs. Stacks, is there? Well... Let's not put a label on anything. Okay, yeah, yeah, plenty cool. But I, uh, yeah, I went camping with my significant other uh, last weekend. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was f-ing intense. Oh! <laughs> oh, a bit bawdy, bit blue. <laughs> a bit, a bit of blue, bit, dad. bit of blue for this, dad. I like that. Thanks, Stacks. Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, three, three <laughs> jokes oh, that for was, you. Yeah, that, that was, was the setup, yeah. Shagging the tent, was it, yeah. Uh, different weekend I'm talking about now. Of but course. why was my weekend... Michael Hamflit, 
look looking like a poorly ugly. Come on, get my goddamn words out. I'm not used to working Monday. No, that's true. You've had a longer flight than normal. Yeah. Tell me why I don't like Mondays, huh? Who's that? Boom down rats. Boom boom down rats. Boom down rats. Why was my weekend? I hate those rats. Looking like a poorly organized Hoibgardner. God, right, where to friggin' start? Wilborn, you have to take this one with me because we're uh, such a poorly right. organized herb gardener. Herb gardener. Why was my weekend looking like a. I, don't I even, have no idea. The wording of this is so weird. 15 different directions that goes. I'm not even going to try that yeah. one, Stacks. Why? Let me tell you. I had nothing but time on my hands. Oh, that's good. That it's is a good. high, but it's also a, a oh, measurement like of you. You're a tarragon of virtue. That's good. Why couldn't the grape picture this? <laughs> Why couldn't the grape help his friend move house on Saturday? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Grape. Great. Couldn't think of bunch. a bunch. Couldn't think of a raisin. Ooh. Not to help. He's bunch. He was in a bunch of <coughs> trouble. A bunch of trouble. I can see you're trying to steer me in a bunch, so it's definitely not going to be bunch. No. I mean, because you can yeah. see stacks is bad. Because uh, uh, you know what? I think Will Bond's nailed this because <laughs> Thanks, he's in a mate. bunch of trouble. Why couldn't the great picture there? Great assistant friend when he moved house on Saturday. Because he was in a jam. Oh, you, yeah, you've done us with a couple of jam ones lately. Uh, you know, like when we stopped recording, you did this one about marmalade and jam. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this last one. <laughs> you've already seen it, Wilbon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to work some out myself. Go, Joke number three. Then I got the goal. I'll see you on Tuesday. That's uh, well, tomorrow, isn't it? God damn it! Uh, <laughs> a lot of air miles. How does Tom York... Yep, I'm excited for this, okay. ...wake up on a weekend that doesn't coincide with his birthday? <laughs> Picture there. Right. Lead singer of goddamn Radiohead. I'm stressed about this because I love Radiohead. Right. Tom York, wake up on a weekend that's not his birthday. Indeed. A weekend. Uh, but your birthday is one day, Stacks. Um... Albums, Pablo Honey, The Benz, OK Computer, Kid A, Amnesiac, Hill to the Thief, the ones where I kind of lost touch with them a little bit. Uh, in Rainbows. In Rainbows, that was the one I remember paying a pound for that because that was as much as I was prepared to go when they were giving it away for free. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe I uh, I paid the bare minimum of myself. <laughs> said, well, in a few years' time, I still haven't paid a goddamn cent. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy the hard copy. I wasn't going to buy that. A moon-shaped pool. That was a good radio album. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's got it set on his uh, on his Google whatever Alexa pick. I forget what they're called. And he goes, okay, computer. It's oh. good. No, it's, I don't think but it is. it's not right. How does Tom York... you gotta, you got to delve into the, the, the nuances of the setup of the joke to really get this one. How does Tom York wake up on a weekend that does not happen to coincide with his boy's day? With no alarms and no f***ing surprises! <laughs> <laughs> the way I tell it, God damn it! 
a spectacular week. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye, Sachs. No alarms and no surprises. He's done, ah, he's done me there. That's really good. <laughs> Strong <laughs> stuff from Sachs. Cedric was going to be back in... The, uh, he's watching Vengeance Day downstairs yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. When he's going to be back in the studio tomorrow. He's like going to wonder where the hell that standard's gone. <laughs> yeah. on, on whatever subject Sachs randomly arrives at that day. <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you heard about Manchester City? You see this? <laughs> he stuck his head back in to say yeah, that. Yeah. That was only me attempting it. I'm going to see. <laughs> Uh, should we continue talking about Vengeance Day? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's downhill from here. Not going to lie. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Well, you say that, uh-huh. but next up, it was for the women's tag team oh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> championships. Yeah. I'm taking off my jacket for this, let's go. It was it's getting hard up in here. The longest reigning female tag team champions ever. They hit you hard with that one, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Which way good is we going? If you didn't know from all these stats of it, check out the boo-boo face on Katana Chance. She's not looked so f***ing miserable since somebody said she couldn't have a party with 20 people in the room because of a global f***ing pandemic. <laughs> Watch it back. She is pissed. Yeah. So, yeah, it is the tag team champions, Katana Chance and Kane Carter versus the team. I mean, can they coexist? Fallon Henley and Kiana James, flanked, of course, by Boris Johnson and Sir Wanks a lot. Of course. Um, and it was quite subtle, uh, the story they told in this match. Uh, basically, Fallon Henley, as previously when they've tagged together, yeah. hasn't got an issue with being in a part of a tag team. Nope. Just wants to do it the right way. Kiana James will cut every corner possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially, Fallon Henley sort of calls her out, don't do that. 
Um, and I did like Briggs and Jensen being the cheerleaders at ringside. I thought they were genuinely really funny in that role. Yeah, like I was getting mixed up. Jensen so wanks a lot, isn't he? <clears throat> he's the one that is just like at this point as close as he's ever going to get to getting his dick wet. Um, it's not been vulgar. That's the story. Yeah. Um, I like. Oh, it's them. He was kind of. He wasn't quite doing the. Oh, what's that over there? Every time Keanu James would cheat, but he was. Done it again, didn't she? Like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a bird got inside. Maybe not a bird person. Like just any kind of squirrel. Uh, like just really looking his best. Kind of oh, it's less than ideal. And there was a bit. What there was a bit on the outside, wasn't it? Where one of the women sort of flirted with him briefly. Yeah. John James, like, get your hands off my man. Yeah, because uh, like we haven't yet learned the origin of Zach. It's a brother, but uh, like I like the fact that here she was fully committed to his cause and committed to him, so that he'd be committed to her and. And then it turns out it works. Yeah. So I'll just skip to the finish because it was a match was bang average. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, Fallon Henley's in there, uh-huh. and Kiana James is running interference, getting rid of. Yeah, they're setting up the um, they're setting up their high low finish thing. That's they do, it. Yeah. Uh, neck breaker into the four fifty splash. I think it was Casey Catanzaro who was up ready to yes, jump off yep. the top, obviously because she does the mad flippy thing. Mm-hmm. Kiana James shoves her off. She eats crap on the floor. She sure does. And Farland Henley reverses uh, Caden Carter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Reverses her, gets her in a pinning combination, and then you see from just on the outside, Keanu James holding the legs down. Yeah. One, two, three. Fallon Henley and Keanu James can coexist, uh-huh. and now they are your new women's tag team champions. I was so happy with this. Me too, and not just because it's great for our in-universe bullshit. Um, <laughs> there is a good, if you watch NXT regularly or if you listen to our podcast, you will know there is a good, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to use Cedric for what I nearly did, dovetailing story going on. I think it's with, worthy of it. Between these two being able to coexist, and now they've won the belts, between Kiana James seducing Jensen, and between Fallon Henley owning a bar that may be the reason why Kiana James is seducing Jensen, it's all happening, and now they've won the belts, and the visual of each cowboy idiot holding the woman they like on their shoulders for like a chicken fight celebration was just inspired. These two morons <laughs> like them. Well, nothing could possibly go wrong in our life. I can't believe the situation has worked itself out. And then there's like there's a backstage segment later on, which I actually thought was better than some of their stuff that they've been doing. Well, like, I don't know if they've watched the footage. That's not explained. They're going to have to for this storyline to work. But like Fallon Henley's looking at the title being like, Oh my God, I did it. Like, I won a belt. And the implication, I think, is that, like, I've seen the footage and I can see that Keanu James cheated for me, but, like, sometimes a shortcut is for the best. And mm. now we've got and this. And there would be massive arseholes in the build to us as yeah, well. Yeah, like, maybe they had this one coming. And if and when, why am I talking about this? If and when she loses the bar, she's only going to have herself to blame and she's going to have to do things the right way. Like yeah. that's the, that feels like that's where all this will go. Trust me, and if you want to like, turn the schism, if you want to turn people to the dark side, these are you do it. <laughs> Just like I can't believe I'm suddenly invested. Like, oh no, we've gone down a dark path, and like you know what's going to happen, don't you? Keanu James is going to like. There's going to be a couple of other things that makes Fallon Henley trust her methods. You know what this bar needs is uh, corporate cocktail night. Oh, Henley's going to be like, all right, and then it's going to the takings are going to be through the roof, and Keanu, and like all of a sudden. Fallon Henley's going to be corrupted, and the like, Briggs is going to be the last holdout. Like, and Jensen's like, come on, Briggs, let your hair down. I remember what this bar used to be like. Charging for peanuts on the bar? Yeah. When we used to play darts with your mama, Fallon. 
There's that. Like again, we're not referencing them defending the tag titles. What the hell is this music on that jukebox now? <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> I remember one time Stax came in. He was hitting that thing like the Fonz, and even he couldn't get it to work. <laughs> I'll change around here. Um, so yeah, two perfect matches so far on this show. Sometimes in wrestling, um, we've seen evidence of this before. You've got this amazing story, and the one thing the story misses is championships titles mm-hmm. and in NXT putting the tag belts on Fallon Henley and Keanu James the hands have linked together finally the hottest story in women's tag wrestling has got the women's tag titles mm-hmm. we are where we need to be uh, what came next it was time for the two out of three falls match uh, pitting Carmelo Hayes against Apollo Cruz. <laughs> So loud that really loud. Edit that afterwards. That's uh, that down. That sounds like a problem for Big Davy Toilet. <laughs> um, this didn't live up to expectations. If I'm perfectly honest, no. like it started off well. Two incredibly talented performers, of course. Uh, like Camilla Hayes, two straight falls. Yeah, big nod, big yeah, nod yeah. of like, and I will say as well, I loved Mello's entrance with yeah. Trick just saying, "Look at all these accolades." He felt like the biggest deal. It was big time. It was big time stuff. Uh, I just... I don't know, it felt a bit undercooked. Yeah. The whole thing felt a bit underthought. I never really felt the... They tried to do the thing where Kamala Hayes gets the first fall and then all the drama is in the second fall because Apollo Crews has got to win it to stay in the game. And I don't think they got anywhere close to like... So, like neck stuff, wasn't it? They were yeah. doing and, and rib stuff with Mello. I, it just... It didn't... We've, unfortunately, right. I love Carmelo Hayes. We all do. Everybody does Carmelo Hayes. The act with Trick Williams is brilliant as well. Um, it's so weird that we watch this show and like love it for all the stupidity and then occasionally analyze it as a wrestling show. Yeah. But the one thing I will say for Carmelo Hayes that advocates him staying in NXT rather than going to the main roster, not that you need a 100% hit rate, you don't, but sometimes the expectation level is set at a reasonable level and he doesn't surpass it. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't know yet if maybe that's what... Look, end of the show, they're basically setting him up as a logical potential next NXT champion. Maybe that's the play. A stand and deliver us. He's got to stand tall as the champion for me. I think so. And and maybe like little matches like this where it's not quite there yet is justification for that. I don't mm. know. Maybe sometimes we're aiming higher than even WWE want for him just yet because it's clearly all there, but you just don't get it. I, I would say maybe he's match-wise, he's maybe a 7 out of 10 guy and he presents himself as like a 9 or a 10 out of 10 guy. Yeah. Um... Feels harsh, that. I love him, but it just... This has happened before. Trick Williams, great as always. Loved his sh- shirt that he was oh, wearing. Man. A look, charisma out the ass. Like, we say this as well, they're a perfect act. Yeah. They are a... Do not tinker with this no. one bit. Um, but yeah, they he got... Eventually, there was um, bits with... Turnbuckles getting exposed and the like. He got the submission victory initially, and then, you know, Apollo's suffering from his neck, but... That allows them to mm. get a DQ, basically. Mm-hmm. And it looked like that was going to be the case. Apollo Crews in control. Trick Williams decides, because he's been tempted you know, tempt to do it throughout this match, he's got a steel chair. He's going to swing it. And who should take it off him? But Dabakato, mm-hmm. or Commander Aziz, I don't really know what name he's yeah. got. Like, they said Dabakato mainly on commentary. Grabs it off him. Distracts the performers in the ring. But make sure that that can't be utilised. And then Mello just won. Yeah. And then you could kind of feel where this was going. Exactly. There was a bit of 
I'm going to give them some credit here. There was a bit of artful LTST done in the video package. Apollo Crews kind of recapped why he'd come back to NXT, yes, and he yeah, said, yeah, "I yeah. know what it's like to uh, take uh, the, inter- the prestigious Intercontinental Title out of WrestleMania." And they showed the footage of him winning. Uh, it was a Nigerian drum fight match against yeah, yeah, uh, Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the latest one, or they've had more of them, haven't they? Uh, I think that was the last one, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, 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 they want to preserve that in amber. Um, and, of course, Commander Aziz made his presence felt there, and that was, like, the big moment. And I think they've put that there on purpose just to give anybody a chance of, like, oh, yeah, uh, them two, Apollo got it done, and now here he is again, and this time he didn't save him. And then, of course, we got what came in the aftermath. Mm. Which I believe you have more to say on, on this. It just pisses me off that um, there was just bad faith takes on this on Twitter. Um, not used to this in wrestling. Mm. Um, but people saying... Uh, well, you always complain, uh, and I I disagree with this when people say it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel I'd, I'd make a joke about it when they bring in a Timothy Thatcher or whoever it may be, yeah. Kashida. The idiots are like, I don't know who that is. Well, Google's right there, mm-hmm. mate, and you should know. And even if you don't, how about you just trust that it's probably going to be a good wrestling match? Yeah. So because I don't subscribe to those takes, I feel like I'm in a position where I can turn around to people and say, don't try it. Don't try that with, with, that, with <laughs> WWE. Don't say, uh, well, how am I meant to know who this Dabakato guy is? Especially with this product. Because at the end of the day, NXT is the hardcore of the hardcore who mm-hmm. watch this show, certainly nowadays. Um, so they probably should know Dabakato that way anyway, because yeah. they're just WWE fans, and he's been in WWE for quite some time. He's on uh, Raw Underground as well, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But also, yeah, he's literally... Been at WrestleMania in the midst of an intercontinental champ- intercontinental championship match. Commentators so, were saying that's his old friend. They did that yeah, little handshake before. He's not someone from the Indies who used to work with Apollo Crews. Nope. So I, I thought I didn't agree with that. Bad no, faith take. Very much so. Uh, yeah, he killed Apollo Crews after the match. Turns on him after the match. So you helped him out there, but it wasn't really to help him out. It was to just make his presence known. Apollo Crews Dabakate, why not? Like, uh, let's have a look at that. Yeah. Let's see what they're like. Uh, jury's out on really how good, what the ceiling is for that. But it's, yeah, fancy a bit of a look at that. And um, <laughs> Apollo Crews, yeah, again, like, well, you didn't see that coming, did you? So your magic power's not so magic, pal. Yeah, how does it work? Seeing the future. Well, again, I've said this before. If you could see the future, you'd get the lottery numbers. You'd certainly not fall on your back for a living. <laughs> Uh, right, then it was time for the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Tag Team Titles. It was the New Day versus Gallus oh. versus Chase U. Hey! Got a nice hometown reaction for Andre yeah. Chase. All thing versus Pretty Deadly. Thoughts on their gear? Yes, boy! They looked unbelievable. I tell you, his gear did not look good. Kel surprise, Gallus. Did you see New Day ripping the piss out of our... Terrible they looked. Yes. Uh, like on, on pay-per-view. On main effectively like stood there going, the state of you, mate. I, I love green in wrestling. It's an underused colour, green. I don't think I do anymore. <laughs> You've ruined green for me. Like if I don't know, like who Seth, is it? Seth messes around with colours and stuff. If Seth came out with like bright green at WrestleMania, I'd be like, oh my god, that's awesome. Like MJF against CM Punk in the green that matched the picture of him when he was a kid in the mm-hmm. green light. And I get green's great. Green is money. Like Carmella at Money in the Bank. There's loads grass, of green. Green, green, grass, yeah. Mm. Uh, ugh. There's going to be no blue skies while Gallus got these belts. Nothing but dismal grey crowds. I think the most January weather of all tag teams are Gallus. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I had I had my horses I was backing in this match. Yeah. Um, as much as I love, I can't remember whether it was Elton or Kit who said, stop chopping me yeah. in this match, which was just 
sensational. Great putter. And the New Day. Uh, the New Day, if you don't like them, I don't care for you as a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wanted my, my boys and girls, Thea Hale, mm. uh, brilliant, just screaming at ringside, just... I would look. I, I sound like a moaner here. I would have been very, very content, perfectly happy, even for like any of three teams in this match to walk out as tag team champions. So, I love Chase. You obviously uh, in this match. I thought there was at least one. And I thought they might for a split second. Duke Hudson looked huge in this match. Even when he got put through the table, I went, that's probably the last I've seen of him. Yeah, I heard the table selling it because he looks so massive. I am, um, I've refused to engage in this ludicrous conversation. Well, not, it's not ludicrous. I understand it. I refuse to engage this conversation that's going on online at the moment about like WWE taking some pretty big risks if they head for the WrestleMania main event they're going for. I think I agree because can you really justify headlining night two with a bloodline when the Chase U story also exists? <laughs> it's really good. and It's good stuff. Yeah, there's a bit where he got in there, obviously his hometown favourite, and uh, even though people know they're supposed to kind of boo Chase you, yeah. kind of fall in love with Andre Chase because he's the best. Thea Hill was ace here as well as cheerleader on the outside. She's brilliant. Like, she is absolutely brilliant in this role. Gives 100% every time, and I love her for it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bit where it looked like Andre Chase might win it for his team, but in the end, I've, I've, I can feel myself giving up on this because <laughs> I know where we're heading. There were some great spots in there. Pretty Deadly looked great. The New Day, doing New Day stuff, mm -hmm. fantastic. You know my love for Chase U. I'm going to be biased. But in the end, Gallus pinned uh, Xavier Woods. Gall Gallus are the ones you've chosen out of these teams. Gallus boys on top. You uh, They get the, the rub, I guess, from pinning Xavier Woods. I don't think it'll work. But um, we'll see. Shawn Michaels loves them. Don't know why. We'll never know why. Um, we always said that he kept one eye on NXT UK. Don't know why either. That show sucked. Um, I th You're getting Booker to do it on commentary to put him over. Yeah, everybody was. Uh, look, I would be kinder to them if they weren't also the least interesting aspect of this match. And this is where they won the belts. Like it, it sounds like we're just constantly on Gallus's case. This is quite a colourful and effervescent tag division, and they are the opposite of both those words. And I just, when are we going to like you know? The Chase U stuff at this point is super hot and fun and dramatic. And Andre Chase almost getting it done only to eat. Oh. Yeah, was pretty. That was pretty great. And I felt vindicated for you as well because you've really gone to bat for this story. And the fans were with it. And I thought, yeah, Thank you. yeah. everyone was right. I was trying to work out as you were, I was pulling some faces as you were talking there. Mm. I was trying to work out if you had like, a, like an intercontinental, not now, when the yeah. Intercontinental Championship maybe didn't mean as much as it does now. But you had an IC title match, right? And you had in it. Uh, Cameron Grimes, mm -hmm. not do the voice just for a second to keep it relatively serious. Yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes, um, MJF, who's mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, like just a super over baby face, Cody Rhodes. Okay, and you went, and the winner is Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah, exactly that. He got so many different variations uh -huh. of. Good guys, bad guys, whatever you want, you know, personalities is what yeah. I was aiming at, basically. And you like, no offense to him, but I I've not been I don't watch NXT UK and I've not been told any reason to care about these boys. And I can already see they're gonna have a tag team title match against Chase U, where they're probably gonna split. Yeah. 
They're going to have a tag team title match against maybe the New Day, where they're going to run it back, and Joe Coffey's going to come back and save oh, them. Yeah, and they're going to retain yeah. the tag titles. Forgot that he's still so they're holding them until at least WrestleMania for me. Oof. Get it off them. Like, doesn't, doesn't make good telly, does it? What was wrong with Pretty Deadly? Oh, hang on. Is this all set up? They like fighting in pubs, don't they? Yes. Do we have a fight in Fallon Henley's bar and Boris Johnson and Sir lot win the belts and you've got, like, the men's and women's champions get to, like, clink belts together? Oh, no, hang on a second. A Fallon Henley bar fight. And it saves the bar. It's like, because it draws such a huge crowd. Yeah. Keanu James books it. She sets up, like, an illegal fighting ring in the bar, like Raw Underground, <laughs> but she was like, let's, let's do an NXT main event. I've been the chatting to that Kato lad. He seems to know a fair bit yeah, about it. Yeah, he's bang game into it. There's a, there's a mysterious investor that's been sitting around with the stomach of his ass with money to spend. He keeps saying it sounds like a sick, sick idea. <laughs> and he wants to fund it. And he's yeah. going to save the bar. And finally, he's like, all right, let's do it. And, it's, and like, so Anks a lot and Brogs win the belts off these. Anyone. Yeah. ABG. Anyone but Gallus. Uncle Howdy and Bray Wyatt versus Gallus in a NASCAR race and a wrestling match. <laughs> And then if it finishes 1-1, they have a decider in the bar. And if you're wondering about that, check out the SmackDown. <laughs> you. A bit of lore. Uh, right, finally time for the two main title matches. Uh, triple threat for Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolin and JC Jane for the NXT Women's Championship. And a steel cage match for the NXT Championship. Hey, um, one that was not able to be won by escaping the cage. Yeah. Uh, like, that addresses a pretty substantial criticism of WWE steel cage matches. And it did so in a way that made you think that maybe they're going to do that in NXT all the time. I can't see that happening on the main roster. I think the company, even with Triple H, that I just feel too tied to the escape thing and uh, generations. I and mean, I was thinking about this as I was watching it. Keep the escape thing for anything that's not a title match. Maybe, maybe because you've got to pin or submit the champion. Yeah, maybe. I just, it was weird. This. Like, I don't mind them getting rid of that forever. I think you've got to undo a lot of Vince McMahon hypnotism on cage matches. Yeah, save the escaping to win the title for a Punjabi prison match. Of course, is it? You've got four separate doors that drop after a 30-second countdown. Like, any good Punjabi <laughs> prison match? You know, respect the rules. But what... This is Big Show's match, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what got me here was that this was... Like, if... This was a Grayson Waller stipulation. Like, him... Trying to, I, I don't want climbing contests, but if anyone should be selling pain and crawling out the door, ah, oh, I've taken four spears, but I've just kicked him in the dick. I've got a chance here. Crawl, crawl, crawl. It was Grayson Waller. Yeah. So this felt like, well, this first time, I thought both these title matches were massive disappointments in truth. The men's title match, more so than the women's. Quick word on the golden shoe. That was perfect. Golden shoe was good. Uh, got that shoeies. The Scott, the Scott Steiner chainmail entrance. We're all my freaks, like there. And I saw as well. There was a nice video where all of them are like current performance center trainees, and they did a thing in the hotel the night before. You know, when it's like that glow up app where you put your hand at the camera. So they're like just in the hotel room messing around, and then somebody puts their hand to the camera and they come. Oh up. yeah, they're all in the gear to being part of Grace Model's entourage. So that's quite a nice thing for the trainees to have in this big crowd. Yeah, that's a big opportunity. Um, but I like a nothing happening match with. Again, Grayson Waller actually goes viral when he's allowed to be patter. Them saying that half-cock superplex that wasn't really even from the cage, it was from the top rope. Looks like Grayson Waller got his... I don't know why he's Tony Khan instead of it, Joseph. <laughs> Looks like Grayson Waller got his viral moment. I, I don't think he did. Vic. Yeah. I'm not sure anyone's going to rewatch this. And the point where the match was getting dull enough that the fans were starting to boo Bron Breaker. And then when he got the win, there was that like sort of... Dare I say it, because we've talked a lot recently about Sammy and Cody and how those fans have disappeared. That kind of mid-2010s Roman Reigns... Oh, should we 
get, go for the car now and beat the traffic. Mm. As Bron Breaker was celebrating, I watched his reign end here. Like, he celebrated at the top of that cage. I was thinking, you have to transition that belt at WrestleMania because you're losing what you've built Yeah, with Bron. Like, the like the spear kicked ass. The oh, one absolutely. He, like, I thought he was going, like, I don't want to use this comparison. I thought he was going, like, remember when Goldberg concussed Vince Russo because he speared him so hard the helmet came yeah. off? I thought that's where Grayson was headed because this was a bit like... So when he just whoosh. sat him up and was like, I'm going to kill you for what you did to me. He looked like a badass. Kind of dramatic, but the fans had lost interest yeah. in Bron Breaker by then, so it didn't register the way it should have done. The match just had now happening. There was no heat or drama or anything. Big, big disappointment in truth. And I just... I think that's why I was thinking about the stipulation. I was like, I could have taken a climbing contest here. Um, but yeah, I guess they've got to Breaker and Hayes. Women's one, uh, it just was too too obvious. A bit petrol this one. I had the feeling, um, and I don't know where I got this thought from, that uh, the two toxic attraction ladies may have been told to do certain facials during this match. I reckon that was maybe an instruction. I don't know. Sometimes the wrestlers are so subtle. You're crazy. So subtle with it that you just think, are you acting under instruction? Because I can't tell. Uh, the stupidest thing they could have done, and we said this in the weekly reviews, you cannot do the <laughs> idiot baby face. We were friends all along. And then in turn on each other in the match anyway. You cannot do that. I said this you, before. They have already said, you must think we're stupid if you think we're turning on each other. We're going to... And they, they did Someone it. has to lose. Yeah. Like, out of the two... Like I said, I'm not sure if you were even here, but I think it was me and Sidge maybe when you, we were talking about NXT. And I was like, if it was me and Sidge, right, for example, fighting you... Mm-hmm. And we were like, look, it's basically a handicap match, but at the end of the day, one I am that much harder than both of you. Indeed. Yeah. Right. You are the Roxanne Perez to my <laughs> Gigi Dolene. I will definitely take this. Yeah. Jane. Um, actually works with Gigi Dolene. Anyway. Um, well, yeah. Just say, all right. Toss a coin. Heads or tails. Heads. Right. Uh, you pin Hamlet, and then I get the first title shot. Yeah. Done. And that can be a fair fight. Winner, the winner is the best. Yeah, like they you know, the actual. And we only, well, I won't make you do any gauntlet stuff. I just, I'll come out on the first show after this mm-hmm. and say, well, you know, I couldn't have done this without my partner. And then maybe you can pretend you hate me, and then we'll we'll make loads of money in in cafe. We'll make mm-hmm. loads of money, and I'm gonna. But whoever is the best gets the belt. Yeah, but no, like they'd gone to the trouble of faking hating each other for two weeks to make the to make the baby face look thick, which was bad booking, bad booking, <laughs> only to get to the pay per view and making each other look thick by turning on each other the same as like, oh no, we forgot the stipulation. Oh my God, we forgot the stipulation of the match. <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. They put a table out there. There was a, that construction tells me they had a slight panic about how this match was going to go because it was like, what's well, the safest thing you can do for a pop is put a table there. So Gigi Dolling, the finish was fine, like the construction of it. Yeah. She's out. Super pop rocks, yes please. Yeah, that allows like Roxanne Perez to get that awesome finish. But just th- that like bit in the middle where you got the three of them Oh, it's a three-way fight to the death. Is it? Because it doesn't really feel like one. And like Roxanne Perez, I'm not doing that thing where like the rest of the media, of which I'm a part of, and we're all guilty of sometimes, you have your favourites and you have that thing where you apply a load of biases to your favourites and then reject it. In the era of scripted promos, if a promo's really good, it's like, that wrestler just did a great job. If promo's terrible, WWE cannot script. Yeah. If you're a WWE writer, you must be thinking, hang on a second. I told CM Punk to say, pipe bam, and he said it, and now Punk's getting the credit, you know. But I do, I'm aware of biases, right? Roxanne Perez was amazing in that five-minute spell she had in the Rumble. She kicked ass, right? She was leagues above loads of the, like, long-tenured pros. I want to 
give her the pass here because I feel like the construction of this was just set up, was doomed to fail, yeah. and she was a part of it. Not a great night for the two kind of champion cornerstones of the no. brand, in truth. Like, back to back, like this kind of show went out with a whimper. Yeah, I think that's a fair fair assessment. Um, nevertheless, great to see NXT back out on the road. More of it, I think. It looks like a complete, it looks and feels almost like a wrestling show, Whisper It, uh, when you see it in buildings like this compared to the Performance Centre and obviously what that must do for the talent. Like, untold benefits. They'll be, like Some of them will be so motivated having gone out in that and performed in front of that crowd and you'll see the growth and the benefit as well. Mm. Yeah, excited to see what comes next from all this, particularly with with Mellow and Breaker. It's yeah, going to be a good time to be Trick Williams' mid, mid-section. That's oh, all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, like how Grayson Waller used the metal plate? Maybe Trick Williams is so cut that, like, Brian Brickles with a spear and he gets knocked out again, but it's just on Trick Williams' abs. <laughs> I like that. Uh, well, we'll talk more about it on the NXT preview tomorrow, but for now, let us know your thoughts on NXT uh, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Um, the SmackDown review and the Rampage review available right now. And me, Sige, and Hamlet will be back a little bit later on today to look ahead to Monday Night Raw. But for now, this has been the Vengeance Day review. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.